Greetings to you and welcome to Grace Podcast, session 21. This podcast is the digital arm of Grace Life Coaching. I'm Timothy Muse. I am the creator of Grace Life Coaching, and I'll be your host today as we spend this time together. I do hope that you're doing well and living into what is now fully fall. It is, uh, we passed the vernal equinox, so now we are into the fall season. We're starting to see a lot of changes around us. The beauty of, uh, for me, I I live in a four-season climate, so the beauty of this time of year is I get to see all these wonderful and beautiful changes. I get to see the leaves change colors, and they start to fall, and, you know, the temperature gets uh, cooler in the evening, and it's not as warm during the daytime, and the sunshine isn't always as bright, so... It's really a, a beautiful way for nature to explain and show that change is a part of life. Change is a part of the natural order. It'd be really nice if we could stay the same, but we can't. You know, we talked about this before. We talked about, you know, the impermanent self and the power of change and the importance of change. So, so it's, it's a beautiful time of year, and I hope that you're taking advantage of it. And I also you're taking advantage of some of the, the tastes and the smells. You know, I know that there's a lot of pumpkin spice stuff out there right now. And though I know personally I'm, I'm not much of a pumpkin spice fan, a little bit. I mean, I like pumpkin pie and I like pumpkin soup. Uh, I don't really do the whole pumpkin spice lattes or the stuff of that nature. But, but this time of year does offer a great amount of smells and tastes, nutmeg and cinnamon and, and fresh nuts and pumpkins and squash. So I hope, I hope that you take advantage of it. You know, that's, I think, one of the major challenges in life is that life isn't about working, 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 investing so that one day you can take advantage of things. Life is about balancing between the work, the investment, and taking advantage of leisure and taking advantage of things. Some days it is a protein shake day because we need to watch our weight or we don't have a whole lot of time or we need to get good vitamins. But some days it's a pumpkin soup day. And don't wait for a pumpkin soup day. Don't think that a pumpkin soup day is going to happen years or decades down the road. If it's a pumpkin soup day, then let it be a pumpkin soup day today. Pumpkin soup and and fall how beautiful and wonderful that it is so really finding that balance really find that balance between between work and leisure between rest and investment is is really a key uh and and one of the ways of doing that one of the ways of doing that one one of the things that that can be a a strong buffer for us and we talked about buffering last time and uh i want to talk about that again you know, I, I talked about it last time. I presented the core concept last time because there's a lot that we're going to talk about. There's a lot that, that we're going to face. There's a lot that we're going to, going to work with this, this veiling, this numbing, this, this um, you know, turning away of, of, your, uh, of your emotions or, or dumbing them down. You know, again, remember last time I talked, it's not about avoiding your emotions because, because that's a whole different thing. No, it's, it's about making your emotions less. It's about making your investment investments less, um, understanding your emotions less or, 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 or numbing down the power of them so they're not quite as strong, the anger, the disappointment, especially the lower end emotions. So, so listen to session 20, which, um, which was last time. And if you want to, if you really want to kind of dig into that a little bit and get a little bit more of a vision, cause that's, that's where I want, cause I wanted to present the core concept because we're going to talk a lot about it today. We're going to talk about work. We're going to talk about work. All right, work is probably one of the biggest 
socially acceptable numbing agents, buffering agents, veiling agents that we can use in our identity. Filtering agents. That was the other one I was looking for. Filtering. Um, it's, it's one of the biggest things that we can use. You know, we can work. We can put our head down and go to work. Um, I work a lot. All right. I do. Um, I work a lot and I miss a lot. Uh, and, and, I, and I try to find that balance. I try to strike that balance one to the other between work and home. But work can be a great place to ignore what else you're feeling. You, know, you can go to work every day and, and really kind of lay into it and, and give your work all of it and get your paycheck and come home exhausted at the end of the day. And, and you know what? I don't have the energy to face my, you know, the, the rocky circumstance with my relationship. I don't have the energy to, I can't do anything with my body right now because I'm working too much. Or I can't do anything with my mental health right now because I'm working too much. Can't get out of work or there isn't enough money. Or um, Work can be an incredible buffer. It can be an incredible way to numb down or filter what we're feeling. Now, work can be an avoidance, and, 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 and that's a whole different scenario. Like I said the last time, I don't, I don't want to go down that road because avoiding our feelings is something that we do every now and again. But this is really about stopping the action of our, our feelings just kind of trickling into us a little bit at a time. So that's where I really want to go, and that's where I went with this core concept. And work can do that. I mean, look, you go to work, you're focused on work. You know, the fight you had with your spouse or the or the words that you spoke to your children or to your parents uh, or the 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 self narrative that that you allowed to explode in a negative way as you were getting ready for work this morning or getting ready to leave the house or you didn't sleep well last night or the amount of alcohol you drank last night or the amount of food you ate yesterday. All of these things. And rather than sitting and dwelling and saying, OK, what is it about my life that, that is driving me to do this? No, I got to go to work. 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 And now that I'm at work, I don't have to face them. I don't have to talk about them. I don't have to deal with, um, you know, this 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 pain in my side. I don't have to deal with with the frayed emotion that's going on inside of my head. Work can be an incredible buffer, probably one of the most convenient and one of the most often used. I mean, if we hate our jobs. We go to our jobs because not only are we making some money to be able to enter into the enjoyment that we would like to, but also, also, we do it because now that we're working, we don't have to focus on what's going on in our life. We don't have to focus on what's happening in our world or our existence. Work is a great way to to buffer it. And work is a great way to really kind of, 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 of you know, buffer our relationships, you know, I think one of the big things that that I've seen, you know, coming out of the pandemic. So we've been out of the pandemic now for a little while. But one of the things that I think the pandemic showed and then coming out of the pandemic was just how broken a lot of marriages were, just how broken a lot of marriages were. And work was one of the primary ways that they could buffer or filter how broken their marriage was. If they weren't around each other, well, then they didn't have to face each other. They didn't have to talk to each other, you know, and that just left the the, the buffering of the busy schedule, which I'll get to in a few minutes. Uh, but first and foremost, it was, you know, I, I go to work and, and now that I'm at work, then, you know, I don't have to 
face down when I'm talking. I don't, I don't talk to my spouse while I'm at work. I don't talk to my kids while I'm at work. I don't talk to my brothers or sisters while I'm at work, my siblings, my cousins, my aunts and uncles, my nieces and nephews. I don't face any of that while I'm at work, especially my marriage. So uh, not mine personally, um, but, but, but the marriage. So work becomes this encapsulation that allows someone to not face their emotional issues. You know, they're still there and, 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 and maybe they're aware of them to some degree. Yeah. You know, my wife and I had a, had a, had a, had a knockdown drag out this morning, or my husband and I had a, had a, had a, um, a challenge this morning. Okay. But now I'm at work and by the time I get home, it'll all blow over. Well, it may all blow over. That may actually be the case. However, the underlying factor of why it started in the first place won't. Whatever it is that is driving it won't. It'll just come up in a different way, a new way, another way. And sooner or later, circumstances like that, if they go untended, will lead to destruction. They'll lead to, um, they'll lead to the elimination of the relationship or uh, they'll lead to something far deeper. Uh, elimination of the covenant, elimination of the, of the contract. So, but work is a great way to buffer it out. Work is a great way to do it. Work is a great way to experience it and and lay it out there. Because for a lot of us, you know, work is work and, ho and home is home. All right. So when I go to work, my home stuff stays at home. And when I go home, my work stuff stays at work. The challenge, though, is that most of the time that's not the case. Work is work and home is work. We see it. We see people bringing work home. We see people doing work after hours. So all of a sudden, what is work now bleeds into the home life. And the home life becomes less and less. It becomes more and more stressful, more and more conflictual. But work wins in the end. Work is a great buffer. Because who's going to argue it? Who's going to argue against going to work and making a living? But it can be so destructive. It can be so destructive. It can be so destructive to your health. You know, again, there's that. Maybe it's not, maybe it's not the marriage that's a, that's a challenge. Maybe it's the health. You know, I've got this, I've got this, um, this pain in my belly, um, or this kind of throbbing in my head or my one eye isn't working quite right, but I don't have any, I can't go to the eye doctor because I have to go to work. No, you don't want to go to the eye doctor because you're afraid to hear that you're going to need glasses, but you blame work. You use work as a buffer or I don't, I can't go to the doctor. I can't get a doctor's appointment on a Saturday and I can't miss a day of work. No, you can miss a day of work if you're going to keel over from some kind of ulcer in your stomach, but you don't want to find out what's going on. Work is a great buffer. It's a great filter for our fears and our emotions. We can use it as a way to buffer what we're truly, I don't have time. I don't have time. I, I have to work. I have to work. I have to work. Which is, a, is, is, is really a cop-out. Say, no, you don't have to work. You just don't want to take the time to figure out what's going on. You know, and coupling with that. So, so one of the other things that, that, you know, we would see going into COVID, that I saw going, a lot going into COVID, is you had busy lives. So you worked all the time. You had people working all the time. And then you had, you know, overbloated schedules on top of that. Sports and, and recreation and all these things. So couples were never home. People were never home. People never stopped. So then you have the, the, the pandemic. The pandemic came along and everybody stopped. All, you know, all the sports were done, all of the, the working from home. So now we go from this fast paced, breakneck, running from our emotions to now we have to sit with them. Running from the things that we were angry about or didn't like or disappointed with, now we have to sit with them. Our health, our marriages, our families, our work, all of it, all of it. These busy things that were out there, these schedules that were so overbloated that, that, that we used to buffer now 
have stopped. And I think it really revealed a lot about where we were again and where we are, because what was one of the things that was desired coming out of the pandemic, getting back to the way things were, getting these um, these schedules back up and running again. Why? Because people didn't want to sit with their feelings. They want to sit with what they're feeling. They want to buffer it. But that doesn't produce the best us. That doesn't produce the best you. To fill your life with a busy schedule, to fill your life with all of this busyness doesn't produce the best you. It just allows you to ignore or buffer or, or, or hinder or filter or veil the core things going on in your life. The pain and the hurt and the discomfort and the loss and the grief and the sadness. Those things continue to reside inside of you. Look, here's the deal. They don't dissipate. They don't go away. They may in time, if ignored or given only a little bit, they may decrease some. But overall, they're not going to go away until they're processed and faced and dealt with. Until you fully feel them. Your anger won't go away until you fully feel it and you're able to look at it and understand where it's coming from. It'll just change. It'll morph. It'll get compressed down until another anger comes along and another anger comes along. And then you're like a pressure cooker. Boom, you explode. You know what I'm talking about. You've been there. I've been there. We've all been there. Rather than facing down the insecurities and the pain and the short-sightedness and the disappointment and the betrayals that we feel, we lump it all into anger. We push it all down and the next thing happens and the next thing happens and the next thing happens. And then boom, it explodes. And when it explodes, people get hurt. People get hurt because we say things or do things that we don't normally do or intentionally mean, and all of a sudden we've hurt someone else because we haven't dealt with it, because we've buffered it by being too busy with work or too busy with volleyball or too busy with basketball or too busy with whatever. We've allowed too busy to be the excuse not to face why we feel what we feel. And you can take anger out and you put sadness in there, grief, pain, you know, grief is, and, and sadness is manifest through buffering with, with eating. So I'm not going to make a good meal for myself. I'm going to use the excuse of working and being busy to eat junk food. That's just pouring weight on my frame, making me feel worse about myself, but I'm not going to face down what I'm feeling. You see, you see how these things work and we're going to talk more about them. I got a couple more here over the next couple sessions. I want to talk about that, that maybe you don't see, and maybe you didn't see that work is a buffer, but it is. We use work as a buffer all the time to hide what we're feeling, to run from what we're feeling so we don't feel it in a manner that we are supposed to. So we don't truly feel what's going on inside of us. So you see, and when that happens, when we don't feel what's going on inside of us, that's when problems arise. I mean, look at, look, at, look at what can happen when we hold our emotions in. Again, the environmental diseases we've talked about before, diabetes, um, weight gain, um, uh, heart, uh, heart sickness. That's not what it's called, but it's just, I can't, I can't, you know, it's uh, blown right out of my head right now. See, this is kind of how it happens sometimes. Is it, is it the uh, heart disease? There we go. I, I told you it would come back to me. Yeah. Um, this is how it works sometimes. So, so obesity, diabetes, heart disease, um, some forms of cancer, uh, that, that are that are attributed to behaviors or uh, things of that nature, uh, lung cancer with smoking or um, things of that, uh, you know, liver cancer or, or uh, what have you with, with drinking alcohol, uh, a liver cirrhosis with drinking alcohol. So, so it, I mean, it, it can be physically bad. It can physically harm you. You know, when you're using 
work and busy schedules as a buffer not to face what's going on, then then that kind of couples with other things like bad eating and perhaps maybe too much drinking or not enough sleep. Okay, if you're if you're busy working and you're and you're busy running schedules, you're not getting enough sleep. You're not getting enough good sleep, enough restorative sleep, which leads you to feel something different. So you see how all of this can be used together. It can all be used together, throwing all of these things together, rooting them in a busy work life and a busy social life or a busy uh, kid's schedule or parent's schedule or whatever. All of a sudden, all these things that you're feeling, you're not feeling anymore. And then they lead to ultimately some kind of breakdown. Some kind of either emotional breakdown through, uh, you know, maybe you want to self-harm or what have you, or they can lead to another kind of breakdown, which is a, a violent outburst or something of that nature. All because we're not feeling what we're truly feeling. We're not in there feeling what we're feeling. And work can be a great avenue of buffering against that. So, so you know, if, if you're listening to this, which I think you are, and you want to be better, which I think you do, I'm not telling you to quit your job. Absolutely not. I'm not telling you to quit your job. But what I would say is you need to examine where your job is at in your life. Is your job number one in your life? Is your job the primary thing? Because you're not the primary thing to your job, unless you're a small business owner. Is your job the primary thing in your life? Your job needs to have high importance because that's where you make your living. But it doesn't need to, and it shouldn't be the primary thing. It shouldn't be the primary thing. There should be other things, your health, your family, your mental health, your, 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 um, you know, your overall being, your life. Your job should be a part of it, but not the main part of it. And if it is the main part of it, then you really need to start digging into asking some questions. Some questions about what are you running from? What are you using work for as a buffer uh, to keep from facing what's truly going on inside your life? So again, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about some other things, um, some other sessions about some other buffers that maybe you don't really kind of realize, uh, but they're but they're there. So I hope this was helpful for you. I hope this was something that that you can use and that makes sense. Uh, as always, if it is, please share it out there. Uh, share it out on Instagram or Facebook. Tag me in it so I know where it's at. I'd love to see it. And if you're on Spotify or iHeartRadio or any of those places, give us a rating and a review. Uh, give us a rating and review. That's the way that these things grow. They grow because those who are listening to them say that they're worth listening to. That's how those platforms use their matrix, their their analog in order to get uh, get stuff out there. So please, if this is helpful for you, if you're hel- if you're if you benefit by this, then then share it and give us a rating and review on um, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Uh, if you want to reach out to me directly, uh, you can reach out to me through the website. GraceLifeCoaching.com. Uh, GraceLife, GraceLifeCoaching.com is the website. You can reach out to me that way. It's got my information there. If you want to coach, you want to do some work together, you got any comments, questions, what have you, love to hear from you. Hey, thanks for coming out today. Thanks for spending the time in this. I appreciate you. I appreciate your willingness to invest in this. Time is such a powerful commodity, and you're here, and I, I truly appreciate that. So I hope this was helpful. And I look forward to talking to you next time.